the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome to BizBurg. I'm your host, John Hall. Today's program is sponsored by Kairos Prison Ministries. Joining us today from Kairos Prison Ministries is Rocco Adams. And Rocco, friend, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's my pleasure, Rocco. Listen, uh, I'm always curious about people who are involved in prison ministry. I can imagine that this is a very difficult thing to be involved with. It's not for the faint of heart. It takes a very special person with a very open heart to God. Uh, Now, let's talk first uh, about about you and Kairos and your introduction and, and why you chose to be part of ministry in the first place. Sure, John. Um, about, oh, I guess, 15 years ago, I attended a weekend, a three-day weekend, similar to Kairos in prison ministry, but it was for the lay people on the outside. It was called the Emmaus Ministry for men. And uh, I'll tell you, one of the most profound things happened to me at that weekend. I had an experience that I'll never forget that I knew about God before I went, but his love and his forgiveness and his mercy became palpable like it never was before in my life. And after I did that, a couple of years passed and I stayed involved. It it was such a great experience for me. I I asked God to let me be a part of it the rest of my life. And he has. And uh, I do several a year. And uh, I had a few friends or relatives, actually, that were incarcerated and I went to visit them and I thought this would be a wonderful experience for them as well. So that's where it all started. I love it so much. Okay. So then talk about, uh, about what Kairos does in the ministry. I mean, um, you and I would imagine a, a small army of volunteers have deeper interaction w- with the prisoners in the ministry. And, and and maybe I guess initially I should talk about or ask about, is it, Allegheny County Jail? Is it the state penitentiary system? Is it men? Is it women? Run the gamut on on what the whole Kairos ministry encompasses. Sure, sure. It's men and women, and uh, we don't have a an army. We'd love to have an army, <laughs> but we, uh, we hope to gather some uh, volunteers through this program. Um, as far as uh, where is it located? And it, in Pittsburgh, in the Pittsburgh area, it's at uh, Waynesburg, and that's SCI Green. It's the state correctional institution of Green County. Uh, and there's one in Fayette as well. And so we have two, and those are both men, uh, those are housing men, but there are two that house women up in the uh, northeast of the state, Muncie and uh, Campfield Springs. So we are looking for women as well as men to volunteer. And uh, the same thing, that I experienced on my three-day weekend, we uh, present to these uh, incar- these incarcerated men and women. Uh, the men will do the obviously uh, enter the the men's prison and the women the women's prison. But we have an opportunity for women to serve as on the outside as well. I have to tell you, the first time I got involved, I did a 
what's referred to as a Kairos outside retreat. And mm -hmm. that retreat is for the families, uh, actually the men and women who are uh, affected by someone who has been incarcerated. And that takes place at St. Paul's Monastery uh, right here in Pittsburgh on the south side. So a lot of these people that have family or loved ones that are incarcerated have been profoundly affected by that. Uh, they've been ostracized by their friends, uh, sometimes even their churches, believe it or not. And there's this is a place for healing. So as well, it is a place for healing for the men who uh, we minister to in, in the, uh, for me, it's SCI Green and Waynesburg. But uh, the retreat, it's a, a four-day experience. We go in Thursday night. Uh, we present the tenets of the Christian faith. Uh, we let them know that we are here to represent Christianity. Uh, no, uh, no, no holes barred. We don't uh, pretend to be anything else. And uh, we want to make them comfortable. So the first day, we meet them actually one-on-one -on -one usually. So if there's 24 incarcerated men attending, there'll be uh, 24 of us hopefully to meet them one-on-one -on -one and just break the ice. And then when they, they're confident that, uh, that, that they can trust us and that we'll be kind to them and, and loving, uh, then uh, the next day is uh, where they encounter uh, actually the, themselves. Uh, God really will shine a bright light on them as well as uh, make them feel like they really need to develop friendships and trust with us. And uh, we separate them into four tables, sometimes five, where we will call them table family of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And we all get to know each other. There'll be six of uh, the inmates and three of us. And clergy are very important. We really need clergy. If uh, any clergy are out there that are uh, interested in this program, it is non-denominational and uh, interdenominational, both. So it doesn't matter if you're Catholic, Protestant, uh, non-denominational, Lutheran, whatever, Baptist, we are looking for clergy because they serve as one-on-one -on -one counselors with the inmates who desire to have that experience. I see. The third day, they, invent, uh, they will uh, meet uh, Jesus Christ uh, himself in the way and that I experienced uh, uh, on my retreat where his love, his mercy, his forgiveness, uh, things that they may have never encountered before will um, be made known to them. And, you know, John, it's not just us as individuals, we rely completely on the power of the Holy Spirit to enlighten, guide us, yes. and open the hearts of these men. There's a lot of preparation involved. If you want to get into that, we can. I just want the audience to know that it's not for the faint of heart and that you need the time uh, to dedicate uh, to uh, do this right. Fabulous. Okay, good. I do want to go into the preparation because, Rocco, I would imagine you know, as you talk about Cairo's prison ministry and your interaction, and obviously your deep love for the ministry, probably the people who are uninitiated, like myself, probably the first question people ask uh, uh, would be, do you feel safe walking into a prison atmosphere? Oh, yeah. I've, I've actually, I've, the only time you might be a little bit intimidated is your first visit if you've never been uh, to a prison before. 
and that's because you just don't know what's going to happen or how it's going to happen. But there are so many safeguards there. And everywhere you walk, they'll have a correction officer with you. So we go as a group and we have to stick real close to each other. So no, uh, I've never felt that way. And I'm telling you, the, the men who come to these retreats are, I mean, they're just, you would never imagine why they are there. And some of them have been on death row. Uh, some of their uh, life sentences, uh, 10, 20 years, 30 years, but they've been completely transformed after this retreat. It's just a wonderful experience to see how this conversion of their hearts and minds occurs over a period of three and a half days, really. And uh, that's why I keep coming back. That's why these guys keep coming back, because there is no greater joy and uh to us as a Christian to be, uh, I think, a fisher of men and uh, to bring men to Christ, to know Christ uh, like we know them. And uh, I mean, that's what he's commanded us to do, go out and preach the gospel to all nations. And this is just a profound experience that cannot be duplicated on the outside, especially when you're getting to men uh, who are uh, incarcerated for the reasons that they have been. And you know that for a fact, the violence rate is diminished in the prisons that have this Kairos prison ministry. Uh, in addition to that, um, the recidivism rate is diminished as well. Uh, there's a, a, a Texas study uh, on the Texas uh, prisons where the if a person, an individual who's incarcerated, uh, participated in Kairos for at least three years, and mm -hmm. I'll get into that in a minute, their recidivism rate went from 60 to 70 percent down to 16 to 17 percent. By wow, recidivism, I mean their risk of them returning to prison after they're discharged. So, I mean, that's a very, very profound effect. And if we can have that effect on them in prison and uh, outside of prison, this is a better thing for society, the community also, uh, to where they are discharged. Uh, they will have less violence there. So. It's a community that we hope to establish free from the effects of imprisonment. And Fantastic. you know, they are many, uh, depression, anxiety, uh, loneliness. Uh, there's just so many uh, ill effects, PTSD of being in, in prison itself. Mm. Uh, so this is what we hope to uh, mitigate by the, this prison ministry as well as eliminate. Outstanding. If you just joined us, this is Bisberg. I'm John Hall. We're talking with Rocco Adams from Cairo's Prison Ministries. So, Rocco, um, the, the retreat, of course, sort of tills the soil and helps to plant seeds for the prison ministry. And then uh, talk about the long term. I mean, do you show up at the prison, what, weekly, monthly, the relationships that develop over the long haul? Can you go into that, please? Well, sure. Um, we do show up weekly at SCI Green and uh, the prison, each prison has their own rules. Uh, some of the prisons will have reunions once a month. We have weekly meetings, which we refer to as prayer and share, where we get to discuss how the week went for these guys mm, and, uh, you know, how, you know, how they uh, encountered Christ throughout the week, how it was difficult to show love during the week, um, what prayer intentions they have. And we meet in groups of four, five, uh, six guys. Depends on uh, how many people uh, are present uh, that weekend. 
But unless we do that, that fire is going to probably fade. Yeah. So uh, they give us that opportunity, and that's what we have to do to keep that fire going. We are uh, expected to go there about once a month. Uh, so there's a, there's a pool of guys that have uh, participated as volunteers that usually show up, uh, four to six guys, uh, laymen from the outside. But clergy are, again, we... We are really in need of clergy. So if we have any clergy out there, please don't hesitate to contact us. And I guess uh, the best way to contact us about this, if you want to volunteer, is uh, www.kairospa.org. And on that uh, website, you scroll down to Word FM logo, click on that, and there'll be a form that you can fill out and uh, a phone number that you can call to contact us if you uh, do not like uh, filling out forms. But <laughs> if you fill out the form, it'll tell you, it'll give you different options that let us know what you're interested in. And uh, you cannot uh, get on the prison team unless you devote the time. And if you'd like me to get into the the, the uh, preparation for these, I will. Fabulous. Okay, so once again, uh, the www.kairos, which is K-A-I-R-O-S, kairospa.org and you'll scroll down and you'll see uh, the word fm logo to uh, sign up to be part of kairos prison ministries we're talking with rocco adams about kairos so yeah rocco talk about this i mean this is so intentional obviously kairos has a very careful plan uh, put in place to ensure that you're, you're not walking in there green you're walking in there with a team of people who have been there before done this the relationships are in place and of course, as you agree to be part of the prison ministry, there is training that's involved. So could you speak about that? What, what involves in the long-term training? Training is very important because during the training uh, sessions, which are the five of them, generally, it can vary from four to eight, but generally five. And they're all day sessions and they usually occur on Saturdays, um, pretty much all the time on Saturdays. And they Uh, about seven hours in length. So that's why I said earlier that this requires a a pretty decent uh, time commitment. So we'll have the team members, which will be about anywhere between 22 and 32 guys. uh, And then because we'd like to have at least two more um, uh, volunteers for each uh, of the uh, residents that may attend from the prison. So if there's... uh, 30 uh, men from the prison, then when it needs to be 32 volunteers. The meetings are of paramount importance because that's where we develop trust in each other, Mm -hmm. uh, spiritual friendships, uh, just fellowship. And uh, there are spirituality talks that are given at least one or two a meeting. The clergy are involved. Uh, I think one of the most important characteristics of an individual if they want to enter this type of ministry is humility uh, because humility begets vulnerability. Uh, vulnerability uh, is a manifestation of humility. They go hand in hand. And if we don't really uh, show our vulnerability to each other, it's difficult to establish trusting relationships. So that same process occurs not only on the outside, but on the inside with the residents of the prison. So, they feel extremely comfortable in sharing with us uh, their issues. And 
That's how we establish trust with them. So in addition to the men's meetings, the women actually who wish to volunteer, if they're not going directly into a women's prison, they will help prepare the, the uh, organize and prepare prayer visuals and the meals for the men that are going in. Uh, for instance, we'll sleep uh, at, when the prison ministry uh, retreat actually takes place. We'll sleep in a church nearby the prison for four nights. So uh, the, actually, if you uh, have trouble sleeping on a cot or an air mattress, you can stay at a hotel. But uh, it's really nice if you uh, can sleep at the church, which is only a few miles from the prison. Uh, so the ladies will pre- uh, prepare the meals for us while we're in there, and also they'll conduct a prayer vigil. Without prayer, this would not be as successful as it is. So there's intense prayer that goes on. And in total, you're going to de- uh, devote about 80 hours of preparation, uh, five-hour, uh, let's see, five, seven-hour meetings, 35 there, and about another 45 hours uh, in the prison. And there's a what we call an instructional reunion uh, where we meet with those uh, incarcerated who attended the the Kairos uh, retreat a week after to teach them about this prayer and share sessions that they will be uh, privy to after they do the retreat. Fabulous. Kairos Prison Ministries, look for it online at mykairospa.com. I'm sorry, uh, that's wrong. Kairospa.org, kairospa.org to find out more about volunteering with Kairos Prison Ministries. Uh, we're talking with Rocco Adams, who's one of the team members of Kairos Prison Ministry. Now, Rocco, uh, this is, you know, when I hear you describe this, obviously, this is an investment of time. This is not something that, you know, you know you're doing for an hour each week or something like that. There's a deeper investment here. Talk about about that investment of time. And I would imagine people are listening right now and think, I'd like to be part of this. But what about transportation, you know, to the ministry itself? Uh, a number of people, of course, on your teams, um, I would imagine a lot of people that you're engaging with, you know, um, have the freer time, perhaps uh, retired. What about that? Uh, I guess initially, how do you, you know, meet up to get to the prison itself and then talk about, you know, time spent? Oh, sure. Uh- there are a few uh, gentlemen who live in the same area. We have men come from all areas in and around Pittsburgh, some as far as Erie, um, in Greensburg, et cetera. So we carpool if possible. Okay. Uh, some fellows can't drive, so we'll pick them up. So there's a lot of help there if anybody doesn't have transportation. Uh, as far as the time commitment, again, um, the reason why most of us are either semi-retired or retired is of the time commitment. And if you have children uh, that are young, um, that might be difficult for you too. But we welcome anybody uh, probably, as far as age goes, there's no specific age um, that you need to be. But I would say, obviously, you need a certain degree of spiritual maturity to be there. And uh, I'm guessing you probably wouldn't attain that unless you're exceptional until you're probably in your mid-20s. Uh, but uh, we wouldn't eliminate anybody uh, who showed a certain degree of spiritual maturity. So we do have to um, interview anyone who's interested because uh, the state has specific requirements. Uh, one of them is that if you know somebody personally that's in the institution 
where you're going to put on this Kairos retreat, you cannot be a volunteer at that institution. So the other uh, thing is uh, we're going to ask you to sign a statement of faith as well uh, so that, um, you know, we agree uh, that the basic uh, principles of Christianity uh, are adhered to. In other words, uh, a few things, the Bible is the authoritative and inspired word of God, the, the Trinity, we, uh, God is three persons in one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is fully God, fully man, and whoever believes in him shall never perish. Uh, we avoid activities that promote denominational division. Uh, certain uh, activities such as altar calls, uh, praying the rosary, uh, baptism, those are activities that occur uh, outside of this ministry, uh, see, not sure. while you're there, because... Right. Again, we want to have a cohesiveness and a unity among the team members. Very good. So, so, it's, it's, so it's non-denominational, basically, right? It's just to, just to avoid any concerns or any confusion among the denominations. Correct. Right. You, you, can, you can be of different denominationals or you can be non-denominational, but we don't want to bring those issues up. Uh, we've had uh, great success with this uh, retreat uh, because of that reason. Very We're good. united in our mission. Uh, we, we have the same mindset. Uh, there's some beautiful testimonies that I've heard. Uh, uh, this retreat is so powerful. One of the things I heard an a, uh, inmate say that was in attendance, I forgot where I was for the last three days. They have an opportunity to give a testimony at the end of the retreat. Uh, by the way, that's called um, the closing ceremony. If you, if you don't have the time, to, to devote to be a full team member, uh, which is, like I said, about 80 hours, you want to attend the closing ceremony to see what it's like to see these men who have had conversion experiences. And almost everyone, if not everyone, does get up and say something to that effect. Wow. That they just, they, they, how their lives have been changed, how their hearts and minds have been changed. So you can also... Uh, sign up for that. You do have to fill out a few clearance forms, and we'll get into that after you uh, contact somebody uh, through the Kairos PA website. Very fabulous. We're talking about Kairos Prison Ministries and asking you to be part of this wonderful ministry, to proclaim Jesus Christ behind uh, walls of steel and bars where prison inmates, men and women, are spending time, and to have the gospel there flourish, and to bring new hearts and minds in renewal to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, Kairos Prison Ministries. Look online to be part of this ministry, Kairos, K-A-I-R-O-S. KairosPA.org, and uh, you'll see the word FM banner at the very bottom of the page. Rocco Adams is part of this Kairos prison ministry, hoping that you'll be a part of training, a retreat, and to bring new hearts and minds into the gospel of Jesus Christ. Rocco, uh, just a few minutes left here, but what I really appreciate about this entire conversation is that, of course, the, the gospel is proclaimed but it appears to me that there is a deep relationships that are fostered here, uh, relationships within the ministry, within the prison itself. But of course, in the new relationships you mate, uh, that you make with your brothers in Christ who are traveling to the, uh, to the prisons as well. Can you speak about that? Well, you're exactly right. It's a brotherhood. I mean, I look at these guys that have done this ministry and these retreats with me as 
even just as close as I would my own uh, blood brother, uh, you would do anything for them. And you, you, you can, and the same thing occurs as you get to know the men that are incarcerated. Um, you develop that same relationship with them. Uh, although we are limited, um, we cannot communicate with them from the outside, only when we attend the prayer and chairs. Uh, yes, that is a, a no-no. Until they are uh, discharged from the prison, we cannot really uh, communicate with them except on uh, the either reunions or on the weekly prayer and chair groups. So that's a, that's a no-no as well. Well, Rocco, uh, I'm sorry to say that our time is out, uh, is over. Uh, I've been fascinated to hear the story of Cairo's prison ministry. Obviously, uh, you have deep passion and regard for the ministry itself. And, and I can imagine that lives have been changed because of your interaction and the team, the strong brotherhood that you talk of, and the women as well who are engaged in prison ministry to bring uh, life and renewal to Jesus Christ behind the bars. So thank you so very much. I mean, this is a, an incredibly viable opportunity. You're asking for volunteers to step forward. If you feel the call of God in your heart right now to be part of a prison ministry, I'd encourage you to check out Kairos online. It's kairospa.org. And uh, Rocco, thank you so much. Uh, peace to you, brother, and the continued blessings on the strength of your ministry. And I thank Word FM for giving us this opportunity, John, to let the Kairos, uh, let the people know about our Kairos ministry. All right? Yes, you well, truly. You as well. The, the pleasure has been ours. Once more, if you're interested, I would encourage you to just check it out to see if that shoe fits you and your life to be part of a prison ministry. It's kairospa.org, Kairos Prison Ministry. This has been Bisberg. Thank you so much for your time being with us. To God be praised. We'll see you next time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.